So here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast, which is proudly sponsored by John Fowler's Solicitors. Big up Mark Kennedy and the team for their continued support. And I'm back, as always, by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. It's just uh, the two of us um, for the pod this week. Um, just to talk about the win against Cheltenham. No, we're playing Cheltenham this weekend. We uh, beat London Bees 5-0 at the AGR Arena. I'm jumping ahead there, Blue. Because, of course, we've got Chatham this weekend. A, a double game against them. We've got them this Sunday, the next Sunday. I think I just got Chatham on my head. But uh, how are you? I'm all good, Ross. I'm all good. I'm trying to, I was trying to think then of something exciting that's happened in my life since I last spoke to you. Um, but I'm not sure there has been. Actually, I did have a debut on Town TV. So if anyone saw that, um, I haven't actually watched the feature back. Um, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to stick to podcasting. Not sure the whole, you know, presenting thing is my thing. Um, but my mum has watched it and she said it was okay. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that if you caught it. Uh, but otherwise, I'm all good. How's your week been? I know you're just back from Southampton. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. And um, yeah, I have watched that. Um, and yeah, any town TV subscribers go out and I'm, I'm support blue and watch that. Uh, but yeah, back from Southampton. Yeah, the boys are doing pretty well, aren't they? The men's team. A, a win against Southampton, a double 1-0 win last two games. Um, I got the prediction right, Blue, by the way, for the men's team. I went 1-0. People think there's going to be loads and loads of goals, but I just felt it's going to be it's going to be a, just a one goal in it. So um, I got double the points on our predictions uh, league we do on the on the main flagship show. So I was happy. But um, yeah, just a bit tired, but um, I found some time. You'll found some time to record another pod because... The Tractor Girls uh, are flying as well. Five goals on the weekend, Blue. Let's not muck about. Let's talk about it. Uh, opening thoughts on it. Um, a change in goal. Should we talk about that briefly? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So, obviously, Poppy Soper um, has suffered a concussion um, and she wasn't cleared to play in time. Um, so, it was a late switch, so I think bit of insight. I think Laura found out Friday evening. So after training, she'd left for, for training or whatever. Um, anyway, um, so Laura came in, Laura Hartley, new signing. Um, first game in 19 months after an elbow injury. Um, and to be honest, Ross, I thought she was very, very good. I was impressed. Um, I know Laura back from earlier days Um at a club that I will not mention on this pod. Um, but yeah, very sort of, hopefully we'll get her on, but she's sort of a very calm, collected character um, and also quite vocal. But you can see that in her distribution. And although she didn't have much to do on Sunday, um, I was impressed with what I saw. Don't know what you thought. Yeah, well, I was as well. And um, yeah, I remember when we did, uh, when she signed for the club, when we did our signing pitches. I think I just, I just loved her. Um, she was just so enthusiastic, you know, even like, she's like, you know, about pictures. Some, some players are not that, they don't really, don't really like taking pictures or whatever, but she was like, yeah, I'm happy to do whatever, you know, here, there, you know, just take a picture. Don't mind. And I think she did really well. She spoke really well on her interview with Kieran as well. Um, and she's been a good character around the squad. So um, for her to go get, you know, sort of chucked in the deep end in a way, because yeah, mm. I think Joe said on his club interview that she probably wasn't, um, you know, in terms of in a, what's the word? mentally ready for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hasn't played a competitive game in 19 months. Um, but yeah, she comes in, gets a clean sheet, which is good. Yeah, as you said, she didn't have much to do. But when she had to 
um, be alert and be on the ball and got good footwork, um, good vocally. Um, I mentioned, you know, in the green room when we watched um, good old Regan Tuck's um, behind the scenes video, um, he sort of zoomed in into the huddle and you, you saw her being very vocal and um, that's a good thing. And have, a, and have a, a voice in the dressing room, have a voice in the team and that's, that's what never stand out for me, Blue. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, she she probably wasn't mentally ready for it. But I almost think, and I said to her after the game, it's almost a good thing that it happened this way because it didn't give her a chance or an option to not play. Like there was, she had to play, and that was it. So it was almost like you chuck it, you chuck her in the deep end, and you have to swim, otherwise you drown. Um, so I think she was very relieved and very happy after after the game. Um, and hopefully we will look forward to seeing a bit more of her and obviously the return of Poppy too, trying to balance up what I don't want to have favourites here. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's always good to have challenge in that area. Obviously, we've got Nina out on loan, who I think is very busy, um, which will be a good experience for her. Um, and then two solid keepers with us now. Yeah, it's good to have, you know, two goalkeepers competing against each other. Mm. Um, friendly competition, I know they always say it's like forwards. It's when we had Tash on about Holly yeah. and other players, and other positions, you always want that friendly competition. Even in the midfield, we've got players like that. When you come back, you've got that competition as well. So it's it's good to have that. Definitely with goalies, as as you said, only one player. They're always mates as well, aren't they? Yeah. It's the whole GK union. Like they're always mates. And I'm like, one of you's just not playing at all, and one of you's always starting. Uh, I guess it's a that's how the relationship works. But yeah, goalkeepers are a, a different breed, I think. <laughs> They are indeed, but so uh, yeah, shout out to Laura for making a debut and a clean sheet. You always want a good clean sheet on your on your debut for town, and just in general when you play games, you want to get a clean sheet. So good to see that. Um, well, let's talk then, Blue, about that game as a whole. Um, and we came out flying, didn't we? Uh, two goals in the opening thirty minutes. Uh, Tash with the first goal, and um, one thing I think we've improved on this year from last year because we created chances lots last year. I felt we weren't maybe alert as much as we are this year, you know, pouncing on goalkeeper because the bees keeper, you know, she did parry a lot of the shots, didn't she? And our players were there ready to alert. And that's what happened with Tash and Pescott with their goals. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't always have to be beautiful crafted goals with like a 15 pass string beforehand. Sometimes those ones where you've reacted quickly and just put it in the back of the net are, are just as good. Um, but I agree with that. We were alert, especially in the first half. Um, and what was it, 13 minutes we went 2-0 up? Um, but obviously Peskett's on fire, Tash is on fire. I'm sure we'll mention Ruby Doe later because um, I want to have a bit of discussion about her performance. We've obviously got Lena come in who's got a spark about her. So the sort of front attacking players are they're sort of really lighting it up and I think it's important at the start of the season for players like that to get on a bit of a run. Um, and I know we joked about Tasha's 200 appearance appearance and 150 goals or whatever, but I mean she's <laughs> she keeps going like she is. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past her. Um, but yeah, it's good to see. And also, it comes from the back, and you need to have stability to be to have that alertness and press high and jump on those mistakes. Because I think it's very easy for if you're just watching a game of football to say, oh well, why aren't the front line pressing? Well, if the front line do press and then the midfield don't back that up and then the back line don't back that up, it very quickly gaps appear. So there's no sort of real point to high pressing. I know the men's team are very good at that too. Um, so as a team, as a collective, it's good to see we've all bought into that. 
under sort of Joe's instructions and our feedback. Um, and I mean, against London Bees in the first half, it worked. It worked pretty well. Yeah, it did. And see, I don't want to single out a player, but we've got to mention Pesca because she's won Player of the Month um, for Aston Legal. Yes. But she is just on fire. You know, she was just, she was unstoppable. Because um, I'm luckily in the first half, I'm basically situated where I could just see her run at me. I just, there's so many times where I just, I just see her and just like, she's going to beat that player, beat that player, beat that player. Um, and we spoke about the hashtag game where she got doubled up, but she still was able to get round players. She's just on the ball. She's just unbelievable. And, you know, she's got a goal in this game, as you said, and she has just been unstoppable this season so far. Yeah, I think what it is, or well, to be fair, if you if you ask anyone in our squad right now, I think they'd all say that Pesca is currently a level above. And that's not no disrespect to, to anyone in the squad because there are some unbelievable players there. But uh, I think since Pesca's come back from the ACL, ACL injury, she's obviously bulked up, got stronger, which was an area of her game she didn't have before. So she had all the twists and turns um and ball manipulation whatever now she's got this strength and power and it's just created a monster so you can't you just can't get the ball off Pesca and even if you do she's there trying to bite it back um backed up by Summer or whoever's playing there and it's yeah I mean we say on the bench every time we're like the fullbacks that must come up against Pesca must think oh, my hamstring's a bit sore. I might have to go down here, a little sub yeah. off, because she's just, it's a long day. It's a really long day. But yeah, really impressive how she's performed so far and helped Tash um, and also the other front players helping each other. Um, but I hope, I really hope it continues because it's a joy to watch. Yeah, definitely. And of course, uh, Tash at the double um, with a, I would say a trademark Tash header, really, because she always does that, don't she? She's like glances over and then boom. So that was, that was good to see as well. Yeah, of course it is. Um, it, is it is like a trademark Tash header, I'd say. Um, that'd be interesting. Her stats in terms of headed goals, left foot, right foot goals, I'd be interested in that. But I'm sure that'll be some sort of graphic once she does hit a big milestone. Um, don't know. I think there's probably, sadly, you know, early stages at the oh, club. There was probably not any footage back then, sadly. So um, we could just make it up, maybe. We could just make up. I'm sure Kieran can, can remember. Kieran can remember games from like five years ago, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Once again, I don't maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe. Maybe. But it would be interesting. Definitely in the, like the, the last, you know, couple of years where there's been loads of footage and there's, you know, a lot of reports on it. But yeah. The good thing is she's a striker that can score any sort of goal. It's not like, oh, you know, you've got a poacher's striker, which is nothing wrong with that. If, you, if that's you, that's fine. But Tash can score. She's just scored some absolute well. You know, the MK Don's goal was fantastic. She scored that one goal in the MFA Cup a few years back, you know, on the halfway line. Remember that goal? Mm-hmm. It's Chichester, I think it was. Um, yes. Oh, what a goal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was incredible. So she's, yeah, she's can score any goals, which is good. Um, and then, of course, we made it 4-0 by Lena scoring her, I think, third goal for the club. Um, probably got the, got the right. I think it's her third goal for the club. Uh, and she made it, of course, four. And once again, she was alert and, and she scored. Yeah, I sensed a bit that she was frustrated with her performance a little bit, which just shows you the levels that she wants to get to. Um, because, again, an extremely sharp young player um, who's hungry for minutes on loan from Spurs. Um, so once again, excited for more to come. 
Um, I think as she's around the girls more and more and plays more and more games under Joe's sort of style, we can only expect better things. Um, and already the goals are the goals are looking good. Um, so another exciting prospect and a, a good pickup. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know that was I was like thinking, oh god, this could be a cricket score maybe. And yes. um, I think there was one Stewart said to me. He came over to me and went. The scoreboard doesn't go up to ten; it goes up to only up to nine. So I think because we have seen, you know, we have scored ten more goals at the AJ Arena before with the new scoreboard. Um, but yeah, but you know, fair play to London Bees that they 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 tried the hardest, didn't they, in terms of defending? I think they sort of eventually went, okay, we we need to you know make sure we defend well against that player, that player. And I think they fair play to them; they they did their best in terms of you know defending. The goalkeeper had to make a few saves as well. Maybe that's when we would have should have been maybe more clinical in, in maybe in the second half because that would segue to the second half blue because you know we're still making chances still taking shots um, but just couldn't find that that killer fifth goal before we did eventually get it of course. No, it was tricky. So I think sometimes there is a half, after half time a bit of a slump, especially when you've had the first half where, where we've been really at it. Um, but I think we were maybe a little bit frustrated by that. But then again, you're comfortable within the game. You're trying to play good patterns and not force things. It's very easy to start forcing things. Um, and it was one of those where, yeah, we should have probably been more clinical um, in terms of chance creation. I can remember a few good a good ones, but perhaps a bit more. Obviously, Pesca got subbed off and then other changes happened too, which can affect the sort of rhythm. Um but yeah, you'd like to, we'd like a few more goals, especially as we know how important goal difference is later in the season. Um, but I think it's a performance we can be content with um, going into sort of two games against Cheltenham. Yeah, definitely. And do you know what? I hate to bring this up and she's going to hate me for doing this and I'll try my best not to do it as much this season. Uh, when we went 4-0 up, I thought, this could be a day where Kyra scored. I know, right? I know. Um, because like, we're scoring, you know, definitely in the box. You think, oh, maybe she does a late run, dart in the box, and then boom. But um, I don't want to put pressure on her because <laughs> we only mention player. it every pod. It's no pressure. Yeah, yeah no, no pressure, Kyra. But um, but actually, once again, the midfield. I think Bonnie and Kyra once again they they run, they run the show, didn't they? Starting, yes. you know, chances, starting, you know, opportunities, and you know that that's, once again that just shows that's our that's our game plan. You know, starting from the back, but also that midfield. They just they boss that, don't they? Yeah, for sure. Um, they're just consistent, aren't they? Bonnie, uh, actually Kyra, to be fair, she's normally sort of the breakup play. Uh, you can't get it off her and she'll keep it going. Bonnie probably gets on it a little bit more. Um, less touches, spreading the play. But the intent in Kyra's movement and also communication on Sunday, something I really picked up on. She was almost demanding it off players, so keen to get on it. Um and in games like that, the midfield can be quite fun um, because you, if you are on it like that, and I think Bonnie and Kyra as a pair work really together, uh, work really well together in terms of complementing each other. Um, but it can become a really fun game because you're always in possession. So you're always on the ball, which is a lot easier than being out of possession. Um, just being careful of transition. But um, I want to add Ruby Doe into the conversation, sort of playing just in front of them. What are your thoughts on her so far? or the, the minutes you've seen her. Yeah, because she made a debut, of course, away at Cardiff. Um, and I think, you know, that was just a nice sort of game to settle in. You know, she's getting to know her new teammates and 
I think that must have been her first ever senior appearance because, of course, she was on fire for the Arsenal under-21, scoring goals for fun for them. But to step up against, um, you know, a Cardiff's team who are a solid team in this division, um, and I think she, she did sort of grow into that game. Unfortunately, did okay. Um, then she played, of course, hashtag, and then she played at MK. But I think this was the day where I think she really finally arrived, if you know what I mean, where I just felt yes. she was here, there, everywhere. Um, scored her first goal for the club, which is good to see. But yeah, just you just see. Sometimes you just look at players and go, they're they're just good, aren't they? Yeah. And she she just uh, yeah, what good you know for her to really. Well, I think this is her first home game, like in terms. I think it yeah. must be, yeah. It must yeah, be. Yeah, so first time for her to play in front of the home crowd. So, and she um, made sure they didn't forget about her. No, she she did. I think there's something about her where because she she's come from such a great youth team that is Arsenal and sort of growing up you'd always know Arsenal one of the top top clubs you, you sort of expect her to be very good on the ball but off the ball I don't know why but you just don't have expectations as high but her off the ball she's tenacious Ross yes. tenacious is the word I'm going to use because she's just after the ball all the time which is the bit that I've sort of recognised the most and I thought her performance on Sunday was very good um, so I'm excited to watch her play more. But obviously we've got a player coming back who made her return on Sunday, which I was very happy to see after spending some time in the gym with her. Lucy O'Brien. Yes, Lucio. Um, I think, um, I don't know if I mentioned on the pod or not, I think I did last week, when because we were back at the Lucio O'Brien derby with Milton Keynes. <laughs> and I think I said to her, Oh, you know, I wish, I wish you were playing. And went, oh, me too. I hope I'm back soon. And yeah, she was on the bench for this game and she came on. Um, a great, um, you know, fans would just love to seeing her back. Kieran was, you know, full welly on the microphone. And um, yeah, good reception for her to make her return. And um, she got an assist, could have scored herself. Um, and she, she's another player. You just, you watch and just go, she's got, she's got side this girl. She's, she's, a, she's a classy player, isn't she? She very much is. And when she is on it, there's, there's things she can do, like in terms of long range shots, uh, sort of windy runs um, all through the pitch that no one else really can do in our team. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing her sort of progress and play a few more minutes and hopefully return from this injury without any any niggles. Um, but yeah, she's worked really hard in the gym, worked really hard. Um, definitely hasn't been easy. Um, but in terms of how she has been mentally, I feel like her outlook has changed and the way she's dealing with things is a, is a lot better and matured, um, which I think is only going to help her game. So I've been really impressed with her around the gym and whatever. So looking forward to Brian being back. Um, she is such a great girl. Yeah, and um, she's of course another player who can take penalties. So if we, if you know, Bonnie and Lucio can fight over that, and of course she's our new, she's got the new shirt as well. She's new number mm. eleven. Yes. Uh, good to see. Um, I just want to do a fact check, Blue, because I know Kieran and other people are probably shouting at me. Poppy has made a home appearance before that one. She came off the bench against Plymouth, um, but of course that was a game where we were already, you know, seven something up anyway. So you mean Ruby? You mean Ruby? Yeah, sorry, Ruby. Yes, okay. It's, long, it's, been, long, it's, been, a, it's been a long day. It's been a long day, right? But I just want to make sure to fact-check that just quickly now. Um, Ruby did play, but this was really her homecoming in terms of, like, you mm-hmm. know, starting from the off um, and playing, you know, 
pretty much most of the game and getting assist and, and playing really well. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Ruby. But shout out, especially, of course, to Lucio. And uh, I'm sure she'll continue to get appearances. Um, I think she's going to get to 50 appearances, hopefully, um, by the end of the year, maybe. So that's good to see as well. Um, any other bit of business then, Blue? Um, of course, we always want to mention it because the crowd is incredible. 571 fans in attendance. Uh, I think that's the second, maybe or actually a third um, home game, I think. Basically, the crowd's been great, all right? And, uh, <laughs> I don't think the stats on my top of my head. I should have written this down. I'm sorry. You guys no, I think from, from the graphic, we're going for a hat-trick of over 500s, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we've had a cup game. We had a Plymouth game. I think in the league. In the league. In the, the league, league, okay. The, okay. Game, the Billy Ricky game is different. It's a cup game. But like in terms of a hat-trick this weekend, a hat-trick of 500-plus but yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Would oh, be. If, we can, if we can get that going. I so think, if um, you are thinking about it, 2pm on a Sunday, you've got nothing else on, delay your roast, come down to the AGL, watch us hopefully put in a good performance against Cheltenham, and then go eat your roast. Or have an early roast. I won't say early, but like, you know, like midday yeah. roast isn't too bad. Although actually we need to plug... You know, Felix, though, you know, burgers down there are decent. The chips are down there are decent. So that you've got a sweet shop. So, um, but it's just great to see it, though, Blue. And, you know, I think Joe mentioned it on his interview with Kieran, like, when you have that that extra, just even extra 20, 30 fans, you just feel it's really the atmosphere starts. Because you've got the drum now, you've got other people. You've got, I said, it's got families there, young and old. Um, and it's just, it's just great to see. And I think, you know, that hopefully that continue to grow. And it just feels... You've just got that community there, and it's you know at the end of the game, blue. I, I captured some pictures. I just love just seeing you know, you know, players taking selfies, uh, signing autographs. Um, I think there was even one girl crying. Um, yeah, there was. And, so, yeah. <laughs> so she was after Lena's signature, I think, and a photo of her. But she, I think um, kids are now bringing like. Uh, what's the show called? Jamie Johnson, which was yeah. the show that Lena was in, books to uh, the AGL so that Lena can sign it and stuff like that. So yeah, true, true Lena fans. Um, but I've definitely noticed there's more um, younger kids there for sure, um, both young girls and boys, sort of want, wanting signatures, autographs. And I don't know whether that's a as a response of from the World Cup in the summer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great to see. As I walked in on Sunday, there was a girls, there was a few girls team playing on on the pitch as you walked in, which was great to see as well. Um, but yeah, big up to the parents as well because they're not getting there on their own. So right. thank you very much and continue to bring them um, because we love to see it. It inspires us whilst we're inspiring them. So continue, please, and let's aim for five hundred on Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, that's the thing. I think a lot of um, teams, they play, you know, early in the morning, like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock kickoffs. And then, you know, they went, oh, I want to go and watch the women's team play. And, you know, they, they come yeah. down all in their group and it's just good. And I'm sure they get, their parents go, all right, we treat you to the sweet shop as well. So, you know, that's another little bonus for the, for the players. You know, I've, you scored a goal today. OK, let's go to the sweet shop and let's go and watch the game. So, um, yeah, as, as Blue said, keep up the support. Uh, 2 p.m. kickoff at the AJR Arena. Um, and, of course, we've got two back-to-back home games now, Blue, as well. Of course, this, this is the third, um, talking about, of course, the London Bees game. But any other business from the game? Any other t- talking points you want to mention? Um, anything that comes up? Um, of course, once again, it was it was fearing to really rain. Once again, it, I actually braved it. I actually stayed in my, my, my spot pitch side. But there was a moment where I was like, mm, I may have to get up here 
I went, no, you know what? It's not too bad. And I was actually happy I stayed because, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it, I don't want to, you know, go, go in and then it stops. And I'm like, oh, I'll go back out now. So um, thankfully it didn't rain too badly. But I was um, on sprinkler duty before the game. Oh, um, yes, we need to mention that. Yeah. Uh because basically Phoebe, uh, first team coach, she sort of like, because the players must have been in the tunnel. And then I think she realised the sprinklers are still out. And she went to me and went, you need to get rid of the sprinklers. And of course, at first, I thought, I don't think she was asking me. I think she just she just mentioned it. And I was like, actually, is she asking me? <laughs> and I was like, no one else is going. And I went, come on, Em, I can do it. They're actually very heavy. And I have to apologise. I don't know if this fan does listen to the podcast or not. If you do, I need to apologise to you. Basically, when I put the sprinkler down, it then went on him. Um, so I really apologise to that to that man. Um, I just because it's they're off, but I think they just had as that. you as you jolted the hose. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it just went on. His, yeah, so but he was fine with it. He wasn't like you know angry or anything. But uh, I just want to apologise to that man. So, uh, but yeah, they're heavy though. They're heavier than I thought. And there's a lot of you know this you know, but yeah. So you'll be getting out of that next time. I didn't have to do it this time, actually. I did manage to get out of that. Yeah, my yeah. legs were really sore, really yeah. sore. So I was quite happy with that because I was struggling to move. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that, Ross. I didn't help you out. Maybe next week. Well, Felix, though, fair, fair to um, Chris, who is the, I think, secretary. Or does He's basically Felix Doe's Don, basically. He's, he's the man who does a lot of things. <laughs> he's actually asked if there's any volunteers out there who wants to help out with selling programmes, just sort of you know on a day-to-day basis maybe even help with the sprinklers then you know there's a shout out to you guys if you want to get down and help and volunteer and you know come and watch the game of football as well you know that's part and parcel of it all so uh that's it um i think that's it though from the game as i said five goals yeah. a clean sheet um scoring goals all over the park as well it's good that we're not just relying on say tash we've also got you know lena he's as i said scored three goals already this season pest scoring her goals now ruby with a goal uh, it's just good that it's been sort of spread about. Now Lucio O'Brien's back, maybe she'll score as well. So uh, yeah, it's just good that we're you know scoring all the way around the around the pitch. Yeah, for sure, it means that we're not relying on one player, so we're not relying on just Tash scoring them. Um, and there's confidence all round, um, which is good to see. I'd like her. I know Bonnie's been scoring quite a few recently and towards the back end of last season. So I'd like to see her return to scoring form. Maybe a few penalties, wouldn't mind that. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's it. Um, there was there was one point, actually, insight after the game, which uh, I am going to mention, but I went to shake one of the London Bees coaches' hands, said, oh, you know, good luck for the rest of the season. He said um, something that I can't say on the pod, and then said, we're going to need more than that. Um, so, yeah. But I do wish them the best of luck. Um, and I think they, once they come together, um, and I think there may have been a few changes since their squad last season, but they can be a difficult team to beat. Um, and hopefully once they get momentum, they do become a trickier team to beat. And it's no one likes to be beaten by that much every weekend. So I do wish them the best of luck. Yeah, I think we always say that, don't we? You know, teams, you yeah. know, if, if we beat them heavily, you always go, you know, wish them luck and hopefully, you know, they, they improve throughout the season. Because, um, you know, I know we want to be competitive, but also want to bring some sportsmanship to it as well. Yes. So, um, you know, all the best to London Bees for the rest of the season. And, of course, we go to their place next year, I'm sure. I don't know the date on top of my head. Sorry about that, folks. Um, I have to improve my stats here. I have to, it needs to be on top of my head, but there's a lot of a lot of things you have to think of during the day. And, uh, 
that's that is not in my head right now but um but there we go well blue um we're not gonna be recording a pod next week but we are gonna talk about uh Cheltenham towns we've got them twice so uh we're gonna get used to them for the next two weeks i do feel sorry for them in a way because i got to travel to suffolk twice in two weeks um although we don't have to do it so it's like you know shame um but it's um you know a team that we had two different games against him last year, didn't we? Um, when we went to their place before Christmas and um, before the Christmas break, which was a very cold, wet day down in Cheltenham, um, we you know we we won us two one, I think it was two one yeah. down at their place, and then they came to Algeria AJ Arena, which was the sort of the, the second to last game uh, where we won eight nil, of course, where we were trying to get that goal difference up, and um, we thrashed them basically. Um, but this season so far, Blue, this is their second season in this division. Of course, they got promoted last year. The eighth in the table, a bit of a mixed bag start. Two wins, one draw and two defeats. Uh, they won 4-3 on the weekend at home at NK. Uh, thoughts on this one? Yeah, Cheltenham there. Interesting team. They've got a player that I always mention still. I think she scored on the weekend, Henna Butcher. Um, she, she made it told one day, like, do you know you get mentioned on a <laughs> women's podcast? Yeah, there's this guy called Ross. He always mentions you. <laughs> no one's really sure why. <laughs> yeah, I think it's from her Kingsham days because, of course, she scored, didn't she? Yes, yes, I remember now. And then I think I remember just she signed for Cheltenham last season. I went, go oh, yeah, Blue, stop playing. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we'll watch out for her. Um, yeah. But it's one of those teams, isn't it, where it, I, I think I go into it feeling quite uncertain about what sort of team is going to show up. Um, and the first sort of 15 minutes is really about seeing what, what we're up against. Um, I'm sure Joe and the girls will have more of, more of an idea after watching some footage of them this season, obviously the games last season. Um, but I think I know a few changes to the squad. I think there was there's one player who's definitely gone to Oxford. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. And I kind of like the games where you're, you're not really sure what's, what team is going to turn up. Um, and obviously, we do have an advantage being at home on both of those games, um, which I am very thankful for. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I feel bad there when I said shame, but because um, yeah, it's, it does take out of you know players, staff, everyone involved, even fans coming. You know, it's it's a lot of travelling. Definitely Cheltenham. You know, it's a long way to go. But of course, we'll have to go to their place. You know, later in the season. But yeah, two back-to-back trips. It's like, oh, that's, that's a long trip for them. Um, I'm just looking at their results, though. There's there's a lot of goals in their games. Um, so they lost the, the opening game of the season against Portsmouth. It was a 5-0 win for Pompey. Then they beat London Bees 3-2. And they drew 2-2 against Cardiff. And they lost at Plymouth 3-2. And of course, I said, they, they beat MK Dons 4-3 on the weekend. So, wow. goals, goals, goals all That's over the place. Yeah, so, suggesting they score a lot of goals, but also defence leaks a few. Yeah. So it could be a great game. All the more reason for you to come along on Sunday, 2pm, AGL Arena. Plug yes. in that game. Definitely good plug, good plug. So, yeah, and of course, um, there's season tickets you can get. I think you can still get them. And then, of course, you can buy on the gate as well. And uh, make sure to buy the programme. It's always nice little plug that. Um, whoever's, I don't know who will be the, the star, the cover star this week. I think it was Lena last week. So I'm sure that was popular in terms of, you know, her fans getting that and making sure they, they sign her, probably sign her face. You know, like, yeah. no, I, I want it there. Uh, so, yeah, Where, where's the... Um, Where's the um, most random thing you've had to sign so far in your your career? I know hand like this hands are on. Arm. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's difficult. Um. There's been 
Well, on the signing day, I'm, I'm not sure I mentioned this on the pod. Maybe I have, but it was a long time ago. So hopefully you've forgotten and it's not just me repeating myself. If not, just skip forward 30 seconds. I don't think you have, though. I, I, I can't remember. No, so we had a signing session when it was like the main club open day. And I think it was about an hour and a half, two hours. And we all sat in a, a long row and a queue of people. And I was kind of expecting, I hadn't done one before. So I was kind of expecting I'd sign a few autographs. It was like an hour and a half, two hours of constant autographs. By the end, I had a headache. I was like, <laughs> someone I knew was sort of at the end of the line. And they're like, yeah, you're right, Blue. I'm like, this is difficult, you know. Yeah. This is really difficult. There was a few, there was a few interesting things there. There's some um rucksacks, there were some really old programs, like really, really old. I'm not sure of the year. Um, signed them, lots of shirts. Um, and that was the time where I actually I accepted that the orange away shirt is actually quite nice. Yeah. Because I saw quite a few there. So it converted me. Um but yeah, it's not for the faint faint hearted, I don't think. In that in that sense, I felt for the men's players because it's it drains you. It's constant, yeah. but obviously great to see that many people, um, and all the girls love signing autographs and taking photos after the game. I think there's a there was a lot on Sunday, um, but we love it. So if you come along and you bring your kids, or you're a kid yourself, or you're an adult and you want to photograph or autograph, um, we're always happy to do so. Definitely. There's one funny thing um, that some players, some of the fans were asked, some of the young girls were asking, can I have your shin pads? Can I have your gloves? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's like, I need them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. That's the thing. None of it, well, um, a couple of us are sponsored, but the rest of us aren't sponsored. So (laughs) we're like, well, we'd love to, but we... (laughs) we have to pay for these things and we're not on massive money <laughs> yes and yeah we, we yeah we need these for next week <laughs> yeah we don't get new shirts every week we don't yeah, get new yeah, shirts yeah, every week. yeah the shirts and then also yeah that laura she's a goalie so uh she needs yeah. those gloves i'm sure she'd maybe have other spares potentially yeah you best know. ask at the end of the season that's when you're gonna get it but i think ek did give away her away shirt maybe last season um on sunday to a fan, which was which was nice to see. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, keep it up, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's great to see and uh, keep the atmosphere going uh, for these two games. Um, yeah, we've got Cheltenham in the league this weekend, and then next Sunday after that, we have um, Cheltenham in the cup in the first round of the Fornal Cup, aka the League Cup. Um, we shall see if there'll be any rotation, if there'll be um, how we get on on that and progress and. Uh, See how we do. But uh, Blue, it's been another good podcast. Um, any other business from yourself? Anything else you want to mention? Uh, another week, of course, of um, training. How's everything with you? Yeah, knee's good. Um, sort of ramping up. I can do most sort of strength stuff. Staying away from impact for now, but knee feels great. Um, and ha- that hasn't really changed. So it's good. It's just uh, about building up strength now and continuing that. Um so yeah, when I have any more updates, I'll the pod will be first to know. Exclusives. If yeah. I can keep it from Kieran, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then Kieran puts it out there, boom, and then yeah. because uh, it was a was it Tash who gave us the exclusive about Lucy O'Brien back on, you know, in I contact. think she did, yeah. So yeah. there we go. This is where it's where it's all about. Track the girls talk, it's where you get the exclusives. And uh yeah, it's been another another great show. I hope you've enjoyed today's gentlemen. And so we won't be back next week, but we're back after that. Um, to talk about the two Cheltenham games, hopefully both wins. And uh, Blue, as always, take it away. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye for me. Yes, thank you, Ross. 
Although it's nice to have guests. I do quite like it when we're just a jury. It's quite, yeah, I like it. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, don't miss us too much next week. Um, you can come along on Sunday. Go on, bring everyone you know along. Um, let's make it a really big attendance. Uh, going for over 500, but a six would look really nice. Um, so yeah thanks once again we really really appreciate your support it's not the same without you Um, and we will see you in two weeks time after the two Cheltenham games bye